Ice cream memories are always very happy ones. Nostalgia is defined as a sentimentality for the past, typically a time or place with happy personal associations, a yearning for what we often call the good old days. When many of us think back fondly on our childhoods, certain foods can be a source of comfort, as well as specific places where we had happy memories. Imagine what would happen if a few friends starting their F&B business decided to draw on our nostalgia for the good old days of Singapore. That would mean going back to the old neighborhoods, the heartlands, and tickling our taste buds with the beloved flavors of our carefree youth. And a handcrafted ice cream and coffee cafe did exactly that. I'm Ken Delbridge. This is the Singapore Foodie Season of the Know or Not Podcast. The handcrafted ice cream and coffee cafe is creamier, and their story starts in 2011. But instead of starting at the beginning, let's jump to the present and ask one of its three founders to get nostalgic and look back at the years since the first creamier cafe opened. My name is Wan Chin. I'm one of the founding partners of Creamier. When we first started Creamier, the three partners were very fresh-eyed and naive. We had a lot of passion and we were already very tuned to hard work life. You know, designers' life are hard work. We had this faint idea that Creamier is not a mom and pop shop. We wanted to actually build a business that is scalable. And uh, more importantly, I think we chose ice cream and coffee because these are very happy products. You know, it's a happy business. Ice cream is something that is very direct. If people like your ice cream, if people don't like your ice cream, you get almost like direct feedback and instant gratification. I remember every time I go to an ice cream shop, I'm always happy. That's Creamier Today, an independent Singapore F&B business that offers gourmet ice cream, artisanal coffee, and freshly made crispy waffles, all at affordable prices. We'll talk more about the amazing waffles later. For now, it is time to go back to the beginning and ask why three friends, Audrey Wang, Ko Wan Chin, and Victor Lim, decided to open their ice cream and coffee cafe in one of Singapore's oldest heartland estates, Topayo. It's a business philosophy that lives in all of their outlets, which are in neighborhoods far from the bright lights of the shopping districts like Orchard or Marina Bay. I think for us, neighborhoods is a very charming area compared to commercial spaces. It has a lot of heritage. It has its own cluster of people, neighborhood, uh, residents. The first part when we started Creamier in Topayo purely is serendipity. I was about to move into the estate, Topayo. I mean, bought a new HDB and we were just looking around. And Topayo, for most people, is a very old estate. And most people's impression is it has a lot of elderly, right? And other than Topayo Hub, which is not even a shopping mall, uh, there's nothing really interesting going on in the entire estate. So for us, we just kind of like walk around and we stumble upon this vacant shop that is right across a field and playground 
with coconut trees swaying. And we thought, hey, you know, it really reminded me of my own childhood. So this is the Singapore that I remembered with nostalgia. That lost space where time seems to stop, you can hear the crickets, you can feel the breeze, you know, life is not so busy. And I thought that it would be really nice to run the business there. It's not that the team has never considered opening an outlet in a mall. For retailers, malls offer high foot traffic. We have toyed with the idea of not being in neighbourhoods, like being shopping malls, and seriously consider because quite a lot of the malls uh, have been knocking on our doors to give us opportunity. But after like the three, four years, we decided very strongly that neighbourhood is where our brand experience belongs because we are not selling ice cream. We are selling like moments of happiness. That is our tagline now, right? So we realised that we really believe in premier bring that moment of happiness to people who come and visit us. This could be a chicken-egg situation. Did the idea of starting an ice cream shop lead to tapping into happy memories and launching their F&B business in an old neighbourhood? Or did visiting an old neighbourhood bring on the warm, fuzzy vibe of the good old days? which then led to the idea that it was a perfect location for ice cream. We were actually very inspired by the third wave coffee. We got kind of hooked on your specialty latte and we discovered that simplicity is nice, right? And when we came across um, Papa Paletta, at the time they are at Hooper Road where you need to drive or really walk very far to get there. But when you arrive, it's like, oh, this is like a discovery of a hidden spot in Singapore, right? Thereafter, I think they opened uh, Loisel's Toy, which is at Kalang Way. It's also another place that I've never been to. So we really thought that the experience itself is very inspiring. So when we stumbled upon this tiny shop in Topayo, we weren't afraid that it is off the grid because we feel that with um, Papa Paletta and Lois's toy drawing that kind of crowds they're doing. I think Singaporeans in general are foodies, right? If your food is good, price is right, location shouldn't be that much of a problem. Memories have a way of becoming romanticised over time. A childhood food becomes more delicious after years in our hearts, far more than the actual food ever truly was when we had it as kids. An ice cream shop that evokes nostalgia has to deliver exceptional ice creams to meet expectations. The Three Partners is very focused in our common vision that we are not opening an ice cream parlour, but rather creamier actually is a lifestyle experience. It's about enjoying good quality ice cream at affordable prices. That's why it's in Heartland and not in the shopping mall. And actually rediscovering a part of Singapore that you probably wouldn't take the time to. And it was a very bold move. Starting any F&B business is tough because there is that significant upfront investment. And once it's up and running, the need for what social media folks call discoverability. In plain speak, that means raising awareness of your outlet in the neighbourhood. 
because literally for the first six months of our operations, we are struggling. You know, uh, we don't really have much footfall. We have to give out ice cream samples at the playground just to attract people to come into our shop. Because I think that whole estate in Topayo, nobody knows that there is a lifestyle cafe or an ice cream shop or for that matter, right? And being us, you know, designers, creative people, we take things with a lot of pride. So we say, we need good ice cream, good coffee, which means you need good equipment. So we end up overspending by three times what we budgeted for. It's a steep learning curve. Creamier debuted a new concept that elevated what ice cream and coffee could be in the heartlands and faced an initial uphill battle to change minds and tastes. We were one of the first to combine the idea of artisanal ice cream with artisanal coffee. At that point, I think a lot of the ice cream shops, really it's just ice cream shop, right? You go there to scoop shop, and probably they have the 98.7 radio music playing. The coffee is just the press button coffee, you know. Uh, we really like our coffee. There's no such coffee options around in Topayo, so we decided, hey, okay, we are kind of like creating a brand that we like. So we like good ice creams, we like good coffee, so we like that kind of mood and feeling to be able to pause in the day and enjoy that little bit of treat before you move on. The big breakthrough came in 2012 when Straits Times ran the ice cream taste test competition and Creamier's sea salt gula malacca was a standout in a crowd of salted caramel ice creams that were all the rage back then. One of the editor came by to buy a pint without us knowing. They have a blind test and they said, oh, the editor really liked our ice cream flavour, but they're not going to feature it in the competition because no one else did that flavour. But they gave us one tiny little write-up and we didn't know it. The day that it published, which is on April's Fool, we suddenly have a queue of people and they all just want ice cream gula malacca, right? We only have two tubs. We are totally unprepared. Like, why does everybody want gula malacca? And, and this is a time where there's no social media. Facebook and Instagram, not here yet. There's no burpa, no hungry go well. It's like, why suddenly everybody is here to eat gula malacca? Then we ask, uh, how do you find out about it? So suddenly there's a queue, right? Oh, you came out in the papers today. So since I'm in Topayo, I didn't know that Topayo have a new ice cream shop. We decided to just visit. It was a weekend. And it kind of like started from there when people tried our ice cream. And I think it's more of a word of mouth. Creamy's success is not solely built on Asian flavours. They also bring their A-game to classic flavours. Wan Chin shared a little secret about Creamier's vanilla. We are a very small country where all our ingredients, literally almost all, is imported. Over the eight years, the vanilla price had went up like 10 times. You know, it's actually more expensive than the price of silver. Real vanilla. So our vanilla ice cream actually is a premium flavour because it's real vanilla. And that was something actually a lot of customers like, oh, how can vanilla be a premium flavour, right? Because everybody is so familiar with the vanilla flavour. At that point, Creamier's vanilla was made with vanilla beans from Madagascar. Then came Valentine's Day and a lesson in listening to your customers. For Valentine's, we did a blue pea vanilla. So it's actually a blue vanilla. Actually, the response was so much better than a Madagascan vanilla. So we said, okay, now all our vanilla will be 
blue pea vanilla. Number one rule of any business is customer wants it. Creamier has made many ice creams that showcase local flavors. They're always open to trying something new and often time travel backwards for inspiration. I think it's about bringing together our memories, our heritage, and reimagining them as ice creams and frozen desserts, right? Uh, so we did a ching kung flavor. So from a frozen dessert, ching tong, we did it into ice cream sorbet. So we have actually made some eclectic flavors over the years, including white rabbit candy sweet. I really feel that we were the first to create that flavor because we did a Shanghai pop-up in 2018. So to pay tribute to Shanghai, we did our research and realized that, hey, the white rabbit candy sweet is actually from Shanghai. It's a very iconic Shanghainese sweet. And it was a sweet that we grew up with as kids. So we said, we will create this flavor as a special limited edition flavor for Shanghai. And that's how it gets started. And we didn't buy the sweet to melt it down and throw it into the ice cream. We recreated it from scratch. Actually, it did pretty well. There was quite a lot of interesting feedback for it. So when we came back to Singapore, when the pop-up ends, we decided to continue it and convert it to creamiest hot ice cream. Like, you know, it's a too good a flavor to, to just give up so quickly. If you scroll the IG feed for Creamier, you'll see that waffles feature in a lot of their social media posts. Waffles is a, it was a surprise, right? We call ourselves Premier Handcrafted Ice Cream and Coffee, not Waffles. Waffles came along just because we are selling ice cream and it seems like everybody need waffles to go with ice cream. So Audrey went along to uh, create a recipe for the waffles. It's been a big hit and the introduction of waffles to the menu followed the same exacting standards as for the ice creams. The mix itself is made from scratch, fresh daily. It consists of flour, secret sugar, salt. We actually have uh, a lot of butter, imported butter. So it's all natural. And the eggs we use, literally we buy from the market and separate by hand, the yolk and the white. So we do not use pasteurized yolk and white. It's actually a lot of work. But the product is good, so I guess we have to continue doing it that way. So that's our waffle mix. Belgium waffle with a signature golden crispy covering and fluffy honeycomb interior. We did not expect it to be a star draw. But today, I think it constitutes 60% of our sales. 60% of the people come in for waffles and they call us the waffle place. It makes me sad. It's actually, we are really good ice cream and coffee. Growing the customer base for an independent F&B business like Creamia means mastering social media to get the word out to Singapore foodies. It's an open platform where it allows you to engage and interact with your audience without having to really invest a lot of money. When um, Facebook and Instagram came along, that really helped the outreach to uh, increase exponentially without us realizing. It's really the new word of mouth. We really believe in organic, but it's double-edged sword because it takes a lot of our time just monitoring messages. Sometimes it can be queries, sometimes it can be feedback, sometimes it can be compliments, sometimes it's 
complaints and for us it is a very real operational channel or feedback where we investigate almost every single customer comment that comes in. Running an F&B business needs more than nostalgia and the founders are keenly aware. For an F&B business to thrive, the fundamentals need to be in place and there's never a chance to be complacent because the business has to keep moving forward. Ice cream memories are always very happy ones. So we had the idea that we wanted to grow Creamier as a business. Uh, but we never really, as creative people, we are not really like hardcore financial people. We never really put down into numbers or break even months and whatnot. So it's really very organic. And when every opportunity comes in to open a new outlet, we just say, we kind of like go more with the heart. Oh, we love the location. Oh, right. It looks, feels right. The, the neighborhood is great. Let's do it, right? I think we had an idea that we should be more than one outlet. We never really had that kind of very detailed planning. But I think a lot have changed. And I hope that we are looking after our full-time staff more in terms of growing with the company so that it's not just an ice cream shop. It's a proper business with growth potential and career development. For us, our business philosophy is that quality is not by accident. It's always a conscious decision to make uh, certain decisions and all the little details matters to come together to create the brand, the quality, the experience. It's hard work. Next year, Creamier will celebrate a decade of serving handcrafted ice cream, coffee and waffles. I wonder what Creamier will look like when it turns 20. I would love for it to be still the neighbourhood happy place. The happy place within a neighbourhood where people still enjoy their moments of happiness. I think definitely as business owners, we hope that as a business, there will be a continued good growth, profitability, and hopefully, you know, we can be part of a bigger group where we can contribute the desserts portion to their food empire. Because on your own, there's only so much you can do. The background of the owners, we had never managed a bigger kind of businesses before. So to grow and actually to have a stronger footprint, we definitely hope that we'll have more um, partners or somehow, you know, maybe be part of a bigger group that brings synergy to the whole business. Thanks for listening to the Singapore foodie season of the Know or Not podcast. It was produced and hosted by me, Ken Delbridge. Swipe on the cover art to see show notes and links to Creamier or visit our website, knowornot.com. If you like this episode, please take a moment and give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or whichever app you're using to listen to your favorite pods. If you've got an episode idea, get in touch. We're always looking for interesting stories to tell. Singapore is in phase two of its reopening, and many F&B outlets are open again with social distancing in place. Please do keep supporting our local artisanal food makers, eateries, and hawkers. Whenever you're out, remember to wear a mask and practice social distancing. Stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy good food. Hold up. 